Hey Cairns, the Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour is coming back to the Cairns Performing Arts Centre. Saturday the 3rd of June, it's on like Donkey Kong. Get your tickets now. You can get them on rewind80sband.com or direct with the Cairns Performing Arts Centre in Cairns. Give it a go. Come and see your show. Rewind 80s Band Mixtape. We'll see you soon. Hope you've had a good week. Holy And happy shit. Easter. It's coming up, isn't it? Well, it will be by the time this comes out. It'll be Easter Good Friday. I love this period. It's very exciting. So do Easter's I. coming up. School holidays. Bloody, you know, the weather's getting a bit cooler. Because I, I do like winter in Melbourne. Footy started. Yes, it has. Bloody Kanga, Kanga, Kanga. No, oh, they didn't win the last on. one though, did they? <laughs> You've got to celebrate every win they have these days. Yeah, Collingwood that's are right. doing very well, Bubba. Oh, of course they are. Collingwood are doing very oh, well. Oh, wow. Yeah, happy Easter, guys, if you're uh, having an Easter break and you've got kids and you're on school holidays. And then a week later, Greek Easter. Oh, Greek Easter. That used to be Greek great, Easter. Greek Easter, wasn't it? The venues would be fully empty. It's incredible. It's incredible. Bloody, oh, so much dedication. I don't know what we're doing for Greaster this year, but Greaster. Ho- hopefully we'll do so. Yeah, Greaster. Just say well, it's time. Good. Yeah, well, we're heading up, Rewind Daddies is heading up to Gladstone in Queensland to do the village opening on the Thursday morning. We have to be at the airport at four in the morning to get oh. on a plane at six. Yeah, bit hurdies, bit sore. Look, but we, looks very exciting though. Yeah, no, it looks amazing. And it's at the village in Gladstone. So if you're in the area in Queensland, we will be up there. You can come in with your kids. It's a family event. It's a free event and it's just an Easter celebration to go with the uh, boat race from Gladstone to Brisbane, Brisbane to Gladstone, whichever way they want to go. Wow. So that'll be exciting. To be honest, knowing Gladstone and knowing Brisbane, that is the direction you'd want to go. Gladstone (laughs) to Brisbane. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's right. That's great. So how's your week been anyway? 
Hectic, very hectic. Coming up to the end of term, yeah. ready for the school holidays. Couldn't be, couldn't be readier. I'm going to buy a car during the school holidays, so Great. I'm sort of trying to get excited about that. I think I'm going to buy a nice kind of dual cab Ute so we can go camping. Oh, lovely! Yeah, so a high, you know, higher. But it's good to sort of be up and be looking down when you're driving. So go for that. And I don't know what else we're doing. Just fucking. Chilling out, mate. You know, not stressing yeah. for two weeks. You'll have to come over here and we can do some shoots and podcasts through with Mika. hundred percent. Absolutely. And the bubby. Yes. Yeah. Now we've got to He's say huge. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait to see him. Oh, got I graduated th- my uni course during the week, Bubba. Oh, what, you, what does that mean? So I graduated. Like I actually had my graduation. Oh, really? So, what? The one with know, the bad maths exam? Yeah, you yeah you wear your stupid That's hat. That's taken a while. Fi- oh, you did that, the oh, hat thing. Yeah, oh. they get it all organised because some people take sort of longer than other to get things tied up and so they, they give you a couple of months and, yeah, so Great. it was the, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to go and then sort of last minute I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll go. Ah, you, know. you go. And, um, yeah, ended up having a good time so it was good. And yeah. how come there's no photos anywhere? Oh, because I just haven't – I've been busy, babe. I just haven't made a big deal out of it. And, yeah. Um, it was Mika's birthday on the weekend, so that was the big deal. Yeah. And then, and then um, Leo turned eight months old on the same day. So I've been sort of gearing up for that. And I don't know. You don't believe me, but I don't like to make a big deal out of myself. Yeah, no, <laughs> unless no. it's un- Unless it's part of a group, yeah. then I'm like, I'm yeah. like, hey, we're over here. But if it's just on me, I yeah. ha- I fucking, I'm not comfortable, you yeah, know? Yeah, I'm the same. I'm a little bit the That's same. I was I know never it a sounds... solo artist. Yeah, yeah. You know what look, I, mean? I was and I just sort of didn't like it. I like to have a group behind me. Yeah. You know, I exactly. like having your posse behind you. Yeah, with your mates, you know. Absolutely. So we've got to say mm. hi to some new subscribers this week to the 80s montage. Yeah. What are their names? Bloody. Amazing. Lee Misery. That's right. Lee, welcome. Good welcome, on you. Welcome, Lee. I'm hoping it's Misery, M-I-S-R-I. Yeah, Misery. Misery. Which is an awesome book from the <laughs> Lee Misery. Absolutely. <laughs> And Which is an was, 80s reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sent you an SMS. It was Lily Wang as well. That's has right. Has come through. Lily Wang through Pod Ocast. I know you can subscribe to us on every platform you possibly can. And I wonder if her middle name is Loves because then it would be Lily Loves Wang. Yeah, I maybe. Know. I'm not Lily sure. Lily Loves Wang. Could be. <laughs> God, I Welcome, hope it Lily. is. Hello, Lily. I wonder Lily. where Lily's from. Lily Not could sure. Be from they don't. You mate. don't really get that information. But Lee and Lily are new subscribers. We have also had fifty dollars sub- uh, donation from Nora. Beautiful Nora. That's Nora come listening every week with Evan. Good on you guys. Yeah, really guys. appreciate that. Thank that you so much. We appreciate Love it. Yous. That yeah, will go montages. towards the end of year two hundredth episode, isn't it? That's right. Wow, two hundred eps. Which is coming up soon, which will be a live event. So keep an ear out, guys. Absolutely, and uh, looking forward to coming up to Cairns in June. Get you getting tickets if you're from Cairns. Looking forward to coming up to Launceston in Tasmania. Uh, Get your Mm -hmm. tickets if you're in Launceston, which is Theatre North. 
and uh, we'll put all the links on the all over the place. I'm just about to put it under the Spotify listing as well. Want a big shout out to our Spotify listeners. We have a lot of people that have been rating the show and we're on 4.9 with 20 people rating. So thank you so much for taking the time out to rate the show on Spotify. It really matters, you know. That would have been one person like, nah, I don't like them. Yeah. They swear too much they and they say <laughs> they say horrible things. Oh, they're mean oh. people. Oh, well, oh, that person well. can Go fuck, fuck off, yourself. can't they? Yeah, That's in the right. ear. So Good today's show is all about second time around. What is second time <laughs> right. around? So this is a second surprise time, for me. Yeah, it's a surprise for you. Every now and then, yeah, every now and then It's pretty basic, guys, say, and you're going to love it. it <laughs> Sammy will say it's a surprise for you tonight. Yeah. So I'm 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 as oblivious as you guys are. So I'm up for the ride as well. Second time around means songs that were released as songs and then were covered by other artists that did better. Better. Fantastic. So we kind Fantastic. of talked about this in the last couple of episodes, but I thought look we could just touch on it tonight. A couple of seven songs and the first one was Better Be Good To Me by Tina Turner. Great track. So who sang that originally? A little band called Spider. Now, I hate to say this but their version is fucking better, right? This is one wow. of the situations where I think Spider kicks ass and yep. it's kind of kooky. I love the name Spider for a band. Yeah, it's great. So they released it in 1981. So it's not far from 1984 where Tina released it on the Private Dancer album. Yeah. So there's Mike Chapman, Holy Knight and Nikki Chin in Spider. Now Spider were a little bit of a sort of punky rock band and they looked cool. You can Google them if you want, guys. And uh, I really like this version. So we've heard the Tina Turner version and that was obviously the bigger hit. In 1984, mm-hmm. that song was huge. But this is Spider's version. Let's have a listen. Yeah, you better be good. 
That's awesome. I really love it. I love it too. In fact, I forgot to turn it off. That's why it goes for so long. I got caught up in it. <laughs> the vocal's oh, interesting. It's it's quite rough. It's like a Bette Davis vocal where it's really yeah. rough like that. And I love a chick, well, hopefully it's a chick, that uh, sounds like that, a bit rough around the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to look into Spider. Spider, 1981. Yep. So there's only three years the difference there too. Yeah, right. Okay. Because we're kind I, I of looking at that. I always find that very interesting. Yeah. Very, very close interesting. between releases. I find that interesting. I do too. Because it, yeah. it's uh, – what is it that makes it work? I guess it's the more money they put behind it. You know what I mean? Like I – I prefer Spider's version and it's obviously not that much different but it's very percussive. It sounds like the start of Wham's Somebody Told Me. It's interesting. It sounds like Wham have sampled that that bongo thing and um, I just think Spider are cool. I'm going to look into Spider and I love spiders so that's my thing as well. Better be good yeah, to me. Great. But, yeah, look, it was obviously like huge for Tina Turner and a lot, like, more chart success. Which She's is really, really – that was a, a different vocal for her and I can really hear, hear that she's sort of taken the tip from these guys. That's right. She's, Absolutely. She's recognised that that works and she's, she's uh, emulated that. That's pretty cool. She probably loved it. I would love it. Yeah, yeah. Spider was a uh, rock yeah. band from New York City. 1977 and disbanded in 1984. So they released another song called Change, which John Waite actually uh, released as well and he had chart success with that. But look, in those days, even if you didn't have a chart success, if you wrote the song, which these guys did, you're pretty much guaranteed a big wage, you know what I mean? Big paycheck. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. But I actually prefer... Which is interesting, the spider version. I think vocally it's great. And you're right, Tina has definitely drawn from that and done that exact thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is incredible. Uh, Now we're going to look at the second one. You ready for the second one? Yep. So we're going to play the original this time. We did talk about this song the other week but it's a great track. Here we go.
Prince, I feel for you. There we go. Now, this was originally Chaka Khan, is that right? No, 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 Prince first. Prince first. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is off his um, album Prince. Which, this uh, is old, isn't it? This oh, is like 79, not too, Prince, not too yeah. old, 79. Yeah. So 1979, yeah. Shaka did it after the fact. And Shaka's was sort of like synthed up, like it was like sort of rocked right up, yeah? Is that right? No, I'll play it now for you. Chaka, 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 con. Chaka, con. Chaka, con. Chaka, con. Shaka Khan, let me rock it, let me rock it, Shaka Khan. Let me rock it, that's all I wanna do. Shaka Khan, let me rock it, let me rock it, Shaka Khan. Let me rock it, let me feel for you. Shaka Khan, what you tell me, what you wanna do? Do you feel for me the way I feel for you? Shaka Khan, let me tell you what I wanna do. I wanna love you, wanna hug you, wanna squeeze you too. Let me take it in my arms, let me feel you with my charm, Shaka. Cause you know that I'm the one to keep you warm, Shaka. I make it more than just a physical dream. I wanna rock you, Shaka, baby, cause you make me wanna scream. Let me rock it, rock it. released it in 1979. It was on his second album. Mm. And Shaka released it, I think it was 1984. 84, which was a big year for music. Yeah, that's right. And as we know, Melly Mel was on it, Grandmaster Flash. And there was rap on it and it sounded completely different. They and sound Stevie like Wonder different songs to me. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So... This wasn't that far from the point either, you know. Like one was released in 79 and the other was uh, 84. Uh, I think it was 83 in Australia. I, I remember buying this when I was 13 by Shaka, but I might be wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, completely different late. feeling. It's funny. It's like the the Prince version, the original version is… Um, More organic. Like… like yeah, f- funky but sort of loungy, a bit more chilled out and stuff and… Um, I remember the film clip to this like really, really early, and Prince playing all the playing all the instruments on it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. whereas this is sort of like more urban. This is like they're going for a more urban vibe with getting um, Melly Mel and Stevie Wonder on, and um, using all the samples and all that kind of shit. Yeah, interesting. Which is interesting because Shaka Khan came from that same sound as Prince, really. Yeah, you know what I mean, like Rufus right. and Shaka Khan was very funk orientated and very organic, and this yeah. was really new for Shaka. Like Shaka had all this production behind her, and we'd heard, you know, "Tell yeah. Me Something Good" and stuff like that. And you're like, "Fuck, this song's great!" But I would never have assumed when I was little this was a Prince tune at all. No, that's it. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. 
I think they, it's fantastic. Um, he thought the world of her. He really like thought she was amazing. And um, they once performed this live as a duet, which would have been incredible. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Because Prince you know, was touring. very underrated as a vocalist and a, as I a guitarist. Reckon. Like they saw him as the whole package and and the and the rock star. But God, he could sing and play guitar. And and Shaka is renowned for being such a great vocalist. It's funny, it's sort of, I guess it's like that Lady Gaga thing where it's like their persona is bigger than everything and then after that you realise, oh, they're actually a great singer, oh, they're actually a great musician. That's right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, It's but I, I do agree. Prince's voice is incredible. Absolutely. So that there you go. So what would you prefer, like to, if you were at a party, what would you play, the Shaka version or the Prince version or both? I don't know. I really like the Stevie Wonder harmonica. It's yeah. really – it's very much that year of the 80s, that kind of yeah. um, that kind of synthy harmonica was really big. You hear it on like lots of Tina Turner's stuff. Um, I'm trying to think what else. But it was, a, you know, a really sort of very trendy effect in that year. So I don't know. I like those kind of touches where it's like, well, that didn't exist in any other age. That's awesome. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to have a listen to the next one. This one's a ripper. Here we go. We've got a long history with this song, haven't we? Oh, we love this. I've got such a long history. This was the first single I brought in 1981 with my own money. Fuck, is that right? Wow. Yeah, I remember the label. It was green and I remember taking it home and thrashing the shit out of it in my garage. Yeah, right, right. It's a fucking great song. It, it really is. It's good. And I I like I love our association with it as well, <laughs> you know, like singing singing it for years and um yeah, fucking funny. Always brings a smile to my face. Yeah, it's awesome because I could never understand what she was saying, so I used to just make it up. <laughs> and uh no one questioned it. But you kind of asked me one day we were walking to some no, bloody said, pub. No. Uh, we were going. I said because I didn't want to get it wrong. I said, "What? What? What's the backing vocal? That bit where she goes? You know, I, I'm sort of 
like singing with you. What's that bit where she goes, you know, um, <laughs> what's that bit sort of before she says Betty <laughs> Betty Davis eyes? And you go, oh, I don't know, Barbara, I just sing Stennis Asar. <laughs> Oh, the boys, Dennis Asar. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I, it's so funny. And then you just get comfortable and keep it there. Well, but we I, could get away with that shit in that, be- in that fucking shit yeah, band. You, could. you know what I mean? Yeah, you could. Because you, you were surrounded it. by shit otherwise. Yeah, but, that's right. Um, now, now it's a very different story. That's right. So obviously Kim Carnes released this in 81. I remember it so clearly. But in 1974... Jackie D. Shannon released it and it really didn't oh. do much. And it's a little right. bit different. It was written by Donna Weiss and Jackie D. Shannon. Uh, very different feel. We'll just have a listen. Here we go. <laughs> Horrible. Fucking hell. Mums and dads love that one. Oh, how did you get a masterpiece out of that shit? Jesus. But like country and western. It's like it really takes a fucking visionary muso to listen to that and think, oh, I could put a spin on that. That would be really fucking cool. That's right. Absolutely. Because that was a definitive track like you know for 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 Kim for the Carnes, 80s. but but for the 80s yeah, yeah exactly and yeah. Kim Carnes. so she had it on mistaken identity i never brought the record as a kid mistaken identity that's right Very uh, mysterious. but i tell you what i don't know how they did that but also on top of it they had the video produced by Russell Mulcahy which was That's fucking right. incredible. It was very Euro trash and romantic and the whole thing. But Did the, you see the ad that I worked on not long ago and it was very Russell Mulcahy? No. I've got to show you. I've got to show you. I, okay. I crewed it. Crewed in an ad not long ago and it's um, fucking awesome. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Rem- Did I ever show you? It was no, you never showed great. me. Oh, it's awesome, babe. If we ever do a clip, I tell you what, we well, fucking we need to. Yeah, incredible. We do yeah. need to. Um, mm. Absolutely. So, Kim Carnes, she was an older artist that sort of came in and and had a hit with this one. But I love everything about the package of this song, the video clip. You know, this is where sheets were flying from the roof and all that stuff. It was fantastic. Certainly were. You know, very cool. Off the album Mistaken Identity, but very, very yeah. good. I'm just trying to find who and produced the, al- the next of uh, Kim Carm's version. The al- other album was New Arrangement. No, hang on. That was that, that, sorry, that was uh, Jackie DeShannon, was New, <laughs> new Arrangement. I think um, Mistaken Identity is a bit more, uh, you know, well, mysterious. They certainly gave it a new arrangement. 
and made it become they certainly a huge, did a huge song, you know. But very, yeah. very good track. I loved it. And uh, there was a few other tracks she had, but I don't know. I think Kim Khan's really hit it hit it right with this one. And she had yeah. such a husky voice and it was she was very masculine as well without sounding stupid. She was very androgynous in a way where she sounded like a man but looked like a woman, you know. Yeah, that's right. We always used to say that Lily was um, very Kim Khan because she'd, you know, after after a week of sort of screaming her lungs out, she'd have no voice by Friday night and wouldn't be able, wouldn't be able to sing. <laughs> oh, funny. Very that is Kim so Carnes. funny. She'll, she'll right, remember that if she's listening. Yeah, let's go from one Kim to the other. Here we go. Like a fucking bear suit on. Somebody oh gave us God. a bear suit when he was That's born, great. and we were like, we we're like, oh, he'll never be able to fit into that. And Mickey's obviously just put it on, it and fits. it fits. That's very fucking cute. That is so he should, good. He looks. He should be asleep. Fucking parents of the year, but anyway. That's so funny. Uh, that's so. Where does he stay during the day when you're both working at your mother-in-law's? Ah, uh, just here. We just go to work and forget about <laughs> it. No, we um at the moment we're dropping him around to Mickey's mum and dad. But um, it, uh, yeah, our mums have been sort of doing a month on, a month off. We'll see how mum goes with um, you know, next month after school holidays. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, is mum coming back? Oh, uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if she's sort of up for it again. Oh, but good. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Hi, mum. If you're listening. Yeah, she will be. 1986, keep me hanging on, Kim Wilde. Absolutely love it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I, I was going to play yeah. this first up and I thought you are going to guess the show straight away. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I love it. It's yeah. fucking fantastic. <laughs> 
1986. I brought the 12 inch of this. I brought the record. I loved her so much. And I think it's the better version, I have to say. I do too. I mean, sort of obviously, um, you know, the originals is the the original is the Supremes, but and it's like, how can you say somebody's done a better job? But I love the Kim Kim Wilde version. I fucking ache for yeah. it. In saying that, let's have a listen to the Supremes version. It's still a banger. Here we go. Funny. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Isn't it funny the the musical signatures that are different in both of these? Like you listen to the original 1966 and um, you've got that beautiful bass section which is really sort of Motown, but you've also got the guitar that didn't 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 which um was was based on like Morse code. They used to do Morse code before the news, um, but in oh, the of course, yeah, yeah. In the um in the Kim Carnes version, you've got Kim the Wild. beautiful synth. Uh, what did I say? Kim Carnes, Kim Wild. Yeah. In the Kim Wild version, you've got the beautiful synth like it's like yeah, like a lot smoother and a lot cooler. It's just got a bit more space in it, like the eighties version. Yeah, her phrasing's a little tiny bit different to the Supremes as well. I kind of like Kim's vocal phrasing. Yeah. It's yeah. uh it's not as rushed or something, but I was just yeah, looking that's right. at a photo of the Supremes and last week we we looked at star signs, I think, and when was it? Might have been and we were talking about Diana Ross, and Diana Ross has a Scorpio Ascendant, that's right, because we were talking about Michael Jackson and, and Diana Ross. And you can just see that Scorpio Ascendant in her eyes and that that either they're going to fuck you or kill you look in their eyes. That's what oh, Scorpio yeah. Ascendants have because they're very strong. And I think that was so dynamic for her and why she became to be a solo artist because there was this huge look about her that just was a bit more striking than the other girls. And that's usually what happens. They go, oh, you're more interesting, you know, but let's put uh, something behind you. But, look, great track and I love Kim Wilde's version. But it's a good song whether or not you think it is or not, you know. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Yeah, no, I love it. Both versions actually. Absolutely. So let's have a look at the next one which is uh, one of our favourite bands. We do Love it a lot. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that wasn't the version I wanted to play, but that was the original by <laughs> Shocking Blue. That's the song anyway. It's the song anyway. They're a little bit Very stoned. Very interesting. This is, another, <laughs> this is another sort of example of like how the fuck did Banana Rama hear the potential, like at the height yeah. of their popularity, did they hear the potential in this song and think, oh, yeah, out of everything that I could possibly cover to put on this album, I'm going to do this song. That's right. And it takes talent to hear that. It really does. Oh, totally. No, it really does. Yeah. You You're know, right. They were on. They were onto something there. And to hear a song and go, God, I'd really like to re-release that. And sure, Banana Rama was Stock Aiken and Waterman, but it may not have worked. You know what I mean? In that flavour, yeah, in that treatment, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which so is this great. was um, the the version you played was was um, shocking, shocking blue. blue. Yeah, and that came out in '69, and they were a Dutch band. Yeah, 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 yeah. She had she had wow. crazy eyes. Crazy Eyes Brunette. Fucking hell. And uh, I would like to think, I would like to think that the Banana Rama girls, their mum used to play it in the car or something. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Or in the kitchen on the radio or they heard it. I'm sure they would have because they're of an I, age. I always you know? remember um, Harry Styles when he made a big deal out of Shania Twain and basically sort of bought you know, brought her back into sort of uh, popularity, like really, um, when he said like, you know, this woman is incredible. I used to play her in the car with my mum and this is what taught me sort of about music and performing and everything. And you're like, really? Shania Twain out of everyone? Yeah. You You never know who someone is inspired by. Yeah, that's right. You know, I – find it hard when people don't understand people that have been there for 40 years and if you're lucky enough to work with them, you kind of appreciate them or you're just a fuckwit. You're just a fuckwit, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's interesting because you don't know what a kid has grown up with to become who they are, you know. Yeah, exactly. You don't know exactly. what records they were playing and what really meant a lot to them and what started their whole creative adventure, you know? Yeah. It was someone. Yeah. yeah. You know? But um, I'm going to play the original because we all love some bananas. Here we go. I love this. Was this their biggest hit? 
Yeah, I'd say so, babe. I, I would say is, so. Huh? I'd yeah. say so. Uh, in saying that, they've had some fucking great hits. You know. They've had some amazing songs. They've got a great my um, my favorite will always be Shy Boy. I love them. Yeah, when they did yeah, Shy right. Boy. Yeah, like I just yeah. love it. But they yeah. were really great chicks to watch because they never took themselves seriously. They were always laughing about stuff. Probably drunk. Good on them. I'm sure they were in those yeah. years. And we just thought they were so cool. Yeah. They you know. were. They were fucking. They were awesome. They were so influential. They were. They were like sort of Spice Girls at that time. You know what I mean? They were huge. They were really influential with girls. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. We love them. Love them. Love them. I do love a Trick of the Night with Princess running through it as well. I love that version of Trick of the Night with Sam. Your number that's one. That's right. Love yes. it. We could do maybe eighties mashups. That could be another. Uh, session as well, another podcast, eighties mashups. Because yeah. they were what they yeah. were around. You have to find them, but they were around. That's where right. They mixed the two tracks together. But Banana Rama Venus, obviously, this version went number one everywhere. It was just huge. Yeah. It was it massive. Basically, commercially put them on the map. They were yeah. already around, but this was the one that really tipped them uh, over commercially. Yeah, this was the big sort of legendary stamp of approval. This was massive. That's right. And, you know, the next one was a very good track as well. We'll just play it now. Aussie band, here we go. I wonder who these guys are. Town. I'm sorry to be a fanboy, but I fucking I think the I think Funky Town is so fucking cool. I like they were amazing back in this period. These guys, yeah, 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 absolutely. Does Does Brian so, ever talk about 
um, like you would sort of have more insight being inside the band. Does, does Brian ever talk about sort of why he chose it and stuff? I know that we've asked him on the show as well. But yeah, yeah, does yeah, he yeah. Ever sort of. You know, because you get – the thing about Brian, he's a great storyteller, so you get sort of layers of information over time. Does he ever talk about this? Yeah, because the last episode I was going to ask how quickly it charted and it was very quick. It just went straight oh, wow. up the charts. There how was no exciting. waiting. Uh, the, the story is Lip Sync, who released it first, Brian was obsessed with that track, loved it. Yeah. Used to go to the nightclubs yeah. and just thought it was the best thing ever. And same with Send Me an Angel Real Life. He loves that as well and that's why he pays, you know, he released Funky Town. and But no one wanted to release it. None of the record companies thought it was strong enough. They were like, you're being wow. stupid. And I think he even thought about it financially doing it himself and then they released it and it just exploded because in the video clip he wore the T-shirt, remember, which meant uh, LA Lakers I think it was and they just won that final that year and then yeah. of course Soto Echo were the biggest thing in America at that stage. Yeah. So it was just yeah. this whole I'll walk into that shop, buy that T-shirt for the video, bit American and get that American boy next door look and then the team won. So we have spoke and that is a good point. We Our first couple of episodes we had Brian Cannon on the show and he was fantastic as much as we were chaotic and crazy. Uh, he was really good with that information but, look, he just loved the song really. Yeah, I, I, I love that sort of he – he loved the songs from the clubs like this and Semi and Angel and and now he sort of does, you know, he does them and pays tribute to them and, um, yeah, this was amazing when we came and saw you a couple of weeks ago. It, it was yeah, just, just yeah. fantastic. It goes for a little while and breaks down. But the real Pseudo Echo fans love listening more than anything. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, the big thing yeah. I've learned from yeah, being in the band. Yeah, that went off. It was amazing, but Funky Town, you're never sick of it. Like, it's just Funky Town, you know. But let's just have a look at the lip sync version, which I fucking love as well, I have to say. It's good. I love it. Here we go. go but how how magical would it be that you've taken a song you love it's got a female vocal as well which is very unusual to hear yourself singing you know and you've taken this song and you've made it huge around the world and a lot like it was a lot more commercial than the lip sync version that was like a nightclub thing you know yeah that's right versions 
the what, what I love is that there's nothing there's nothing lacking about the original track. It's no. not like a, some of those that we've played tonight where it's like, oh fuck, okay, wow, all right. Like you can really you can hear the magic already in the lip sync version. Um, what I love is that Brian just fucking loved this version and wanted yeah. to do it as a as a young bloke with his own band, you know, and and sort of. I, I guess by doing that, he he moved it across genre as well. Like he took it from being like like a funk track uh, to a rock track. You know, it's pretty exactly cool. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, now we have episode one twenty seven with the eighties montage, which is more cowbell, which we do look at Funky Town because the cowbell pretty much runs the track. You know, and uh, yeah. uh, episode one twenty seven, great episode that we did so long ago now, called More Cowbell and you can hear tracks with Cowbell and I I don't know why we did a version, like it was a great episode and some great <laughs> tracks and pretty funny, you know, which is good. But, yeah, look, that's a huge one. That's a – it's – they're both fantastic versions but the thing is it's interesting – I've never really heard Banana Rama say we love Venus Shocking Blue where you always hear – Brian talk about how he loves Funky Town. Yeah, you know? yeah. He hasn't that's hidden right. the fact that it's a cover. He's so proud of it, you know. Yeah, which is him yeah. as a person, really. He's he's yeah. quite good like that. Uh, we got one more, baby, and then I'm going to love and leave ya. We're going to love Fantastic. and leave everyone. Now this is yeah. an interesting one. It's a uh, it's a beautiful song by this gorgeous woman. A few stolen moments is all that we share. You've got your family, and they need you there, though I try. To resist being last on your list, but no other man's gonna do. So I'm saving all my love for you. It's not very easy living. Seven of my love, Whitney. I was listening to Whitney today, like an interview she did with um, who'd she do? Who's that black guy that used to do the? Um, he did coming, coming to him, Arsenio. She was on yeah. Arsenio Hall, and she was talking about the first song that she ever sang uh, in church, and yes. it was just phenomenal. Wow! Like she 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 sang it, and it was just phenomenal yeah. like I just I don't know I, I have always you know when you're a singer you look at other singers and you think like the the difference between me as a singer and Whitney Houston and as a singer is the the distance between me as a singer and a fucking tone deaf person you know yeah, what I mean yeah yeah it, yeah yeah 
it's just she is so, so far beyond in terms of ability and feel and just, yeah, she's amazing. And that and that's interesting because in the 80s when these singers were coming out and you were a little girl wanting to sing and this happened where you saw Whitney and Mariah, you really went, what the fuck am I doing? You could either sink or swim. Are you going to still yeah. sing and know that you're never going to be as good as these people or are you going to give it a go? And it was really testing for young women but – in that, if we didn't have those levels of status with those singers, we would not be who we are today because I remember singing Saving All My Love For You and not being able to reach any of the notes and screaming my tits off. But <laughs> eventually I could do it, you know what I mean? But if you don't have songs like that and people of a certain criteria, you're not going to become the artist you want to become. Because yeah. you're watching shit that's out now. How how do they expect the world to get any better? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. And yeah. when Whitney did come out and, and then the video comes out and we've talked about this video on the Whitney episode that we did on the uh, one episode 161, Whitney Houston, we talked about how she has this video where she's having this affair with the with a record producer and it was just hardcore to watch as a kid. You're like, oh, my yeah. God, and she's having an affair. We don't have an affair, do we, in the 80s? When did this come about, you know? So it was all <laughs> this interesting stuff that happened and all so important to music and the creativity of, of little girls growing up, you know? Yeah. yeah. So Saving All My Love, Whitney, what a fucking hit. Now, second time around. Lovely yes. Marilyn McCoo. Do you remember Marilyn McCoo, everyone? N- not, no. Marilyn McCoo was a singer and, oh, obviously not with the chops Whitney has, but Whitney has seen this song and gone, I can sing the fuck out of this. Marilyn McCoo used to uh, do Solid Gold in the 80s and she sounds like this. Is all that we share You've got your family And they need you there Oh, I've tried to resist Being last on your list But no She's not belting it like Whitney. It's a nice old one, isn't it? Is it is a nice old one. It's pretty special. Marilyn McCoo, she released that in 1978. So, again, you're not looking at fucking that far away from when Whitney mm. released it. And, yeah. you know, a lot of the times it was the record companies wanting to re-release it because they'd lost money on it in the first place. Yeah. So they'd go, oh, just give her that Marilyn McCoo song and see if she'll have that so we can recoup the freaking orchestra we used in it or whatever, you know? We can was, we can Marilyn McCoo the money back. Yeah, we can fucking get some money and uh, put Marilyn on solid gold and then Whitney was on it as well. That would have been bizarre having Whitney on solid gold and you'd sung Yeah. That would have been crazy, stupid. Yeah. But, yeah, no, look, great version. It's interesting to have a look at the two versions together but, I mean, we don't know everything behind 
why they were re-released, but these are just some of them that were re-released and weren't, you know, big for the first artist. Yeah, just maybe it wasn't, yeah, maybe it didn't make enough money, you know, the first time around. The record company thought, you know, they they believed in it because it was the 80s when fucking record companies still did believe in songs and they had, you know, they had tasted music. So they were like, nah, there's, you know, there's legs in this. And they would have heard Whitney's voice and thought, like, I bet she can really make it lift. And they were right. You know, the thing about yeah. Whitney is that, uh, she was a translator in that way where she, if she sang your song, no one would remember what came before it. They only remembered the Whitney version, you know. Correct. Absolutely. Mm. And singers are singers and they deliver it in a different way from each other but really interesting sort of show, just a quick show to, to uh, second time around. And also in the 80s we started – doing a lot more marketing for artists and a lot more commercials and video clips. 1981 we had video clips obviously and MTV came into the picture. So it was a little bit easier but I still hear the quality in the new versions than I that I don't in the earlier versions. Yeah, right. Okay. There's still yeah. – like Whitney's version is beautifully produced. Marilyn McCoo's version's okay, but Whitney's is very well produced. And there was yeah. a lot more money to do that, you know. But it's not all. It's all. Here's my voice. It's not all about money, though. It's it's uh, creativity and and who can make something sound a little bit more where it just resonates with with the listener. Yeah. You know? And yeah, Whitney was exactly. very. She did resonate with the listener. Absolutely, yeah, mm. gotcha. But that's our show, Honey Bunch. There we go, fantastic, guys. I hope you've enjoyed that. Oh, I love, I love those comparisons because it, uh, it goes into the the psychology of the the musos that sort of um, choose to do the covers. You know, I, I really love it. It's fantastic. Mm. So um, big thank you to all of our listeners around the world, our subscribers. Jump on board as a subscriber, guys. We're on over 10 different platforms. We're on all the platforms, actually. So jump on board as a subscriber with your favourite platform and don't just listen to one app. Like, jump on board for good. The best thing that you can do is come on board as, as a Patreon on patreon.com. Absolutely. Now, I just want to give a plug to... Pseudo Echo gig. The next one is in Brisbane, Princess Theatre, Friday the 14th of April. There are 50 tickets left, guys, so get on the Princess Theatre in Brisbane. It's going to be a great night. Saturday the 15th of April, the J Theatre in Noosa. So get your tickets there too. They're selling fast. And we're going up to Gladstone for Easter with Rewind 80s. We have new gigs coming up with Rewind 80s. You can check us out on rewind80sband.com. And the 80s montage, you can listen to as many episodes as you want over Easter if you want to get smashed and have a listen to some episodes. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like listen to home. us, eat your chocolate eggs and <laughs> and just enjoy enjoy the long weekend. Totally, guys. Have a great Easter. Easter's really special. Yeah, get out there. You know, you've got some public holidays. Go out and see a gig, guys. Just see one gig. Just one little gig. If you're not Go like a, a gig, normal yeah. sort of 
Yeah, if you're not like a normal gig-going person or you've dropped back a little bit, just go and see the one gig. You'll fucking talk about it for weeks, honestly, and it beats the shit out of being on your phone, you know? So get out there, guys. Exactly. Also, just want to rest in peace, uh, rest in peace, Richie Sakamoto, who died yesterday. Fucking tragic. Japan has gone nuts. They're so sad about it. I'd like to do a show about him. Uh, but oh, I, for I was sure. going to do it tonight, but I'd like to know a bit more about him because he's quite cute. Yeah, that's right. And he we'll was a find real some way of framing of it. And, yeah. And that's right. Exactly that's right, right. Because, yeah. He he's just too precious to just do a show about anything with, because yeah, I th- yeah. I love the Japanese culture and I loved his music, and I loved Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, and he was really special. So he passed away yesterday, and that was a bit of a shock because he was only seventy one. And I know you're saying seventy one, but that's really not that old anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. You know, not old at all. No. no. But take care of yourselves, guys. Yeah, and, um, guys. And, you know, enjoy it while you can and hold each other close and, you know, the things that you love, hold on to them. Absolutely. And give us a Spotify rating. We'd love to see that. And a iTunes rating as well, you know. Yeah, good on you guys. One more thing. If it's music mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. Unreal. 